welcome back to the Stuck In Between podcast. My name is Romy. And I'm Zandon. Thanks for joining us. Before we jump in, Happy New Year, everyone. We are sending you all of our love for a happy and healthy 2022. It's been so good to be back after a little break and kick off a brand new season, right? For sure. Uh, this episode is going to be a little different, though. Uh, given it's a very introspective time, we thought to kick off season two, we'd share a little bit about what we got up to over the summer break, uh, reflect on what 2021 meant to us, and talk through our goals for the new year, both individually and for the podcast. Yeah, and thanks, guys, for the feedback you provided in our DMs and on our feedback feedback survey towards the end of last year we've had some really awesome conversations recently with some of our listeners creatives that we look up to as well um, and people closest to us and how we can really take stuck in between to the next level in 2022 so we're really looking forward for what's to come but before we chat about that send then how's your break it's been good it's just too short yeah. as always right it always feels i'm sad way. it's almost over yeah um, our office closes for about two weeks mm. and there's always like such a build-up and anticipation for the break like yeah. you're always counting down yeah and then you blink and then it's gone <laughs> yeah i agree i feel like there's so much pressure to do as much as you can within like my break is already over yeah in that 10 days that i got which is like you know not always possible and it's okay yeah. if you don't do everything in that time but i totally agree always feels too short that's something that i'm really a victim of like i've mm. always got this like i'm sure i'm not alone in this but I've got this like really high expectation of what to get out of the break and yeah to also like catch up on things that you've been neglecting throughout the year yeah and I'm just trying to be mindful of you know this isn't the only break that we're going to get this year yeah even though sometimes it feels yeah, that way it feels that way um and just kind of remind myself that even though I can't finish everything that I probably want to set out to do in the break yeah just getting a start it's like a really good place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. Um, I've had lots of really nice family time. Um, so I spent a couple of nights in Canberra with the extended family for mm-hmm. my uncle's 50th. Um, someone who I grew up with, but I'd, I'd say she's like a sister to me. She's getting married in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all the shenanigans with planning that. So much fun. Um, I bought some DJ decks, so just like reconnecting mm-hmm. with some creative stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be posting some of those videos up on our yeah, stay, podcast stay page. Uh, um, you know, reading, going to the beach. So yeah, it's it's been a nice break. I think it's just in my nature to always be like, oh, I should have done this, I could have done that. Yeah. But yeah, I can't complain given the circumstances for many other people were a yeah. lot more restrictive. Um, so yeah. No, I completely agree. I feel like I also put a lot of pressure on myself to do as much as I can during this break. Mm. I think I never really thought of it that way when we were at uni, right? Because you get so many breaks. Mm. Whereas when you start full-time work, it feels like this is the only like break you get yeah. where you have to do as much as you can. And I love doing but things. It's not. Like I can't sit at home. And it's I just not. To remember to, yeah. you know, it's okay to take a couple of days off, have a long weekend, you exactly. know, take, a, take a week off and just do nothing. Exactly. So I felt the same during this break, but then like the break was overall good. It was nice not to work. Like I didn't even think about work at all. Mm. Um, The first few days were awesome, but then very quickly (laughs) it snowballed and pretty much all my plans got cancelled or postponed because everyone that I was meant to be doing things with um, were waiting for their PCR test results Mm. because they all happened to be like close contact from different reasons i think everyone in new south wales is pretty much a close contact at some point (laughs) over this summer break so because of that a lot of things just couldn't go ahead um which you know many people can relate to Mm. which is like no one's fault the testing lines were huge um 
And then my boyfriend ended up testing positive for COVID very early on <laughs> during his break, um, which meant that we pretty much couldn't see each other during the whole time. Thankfully, he was okay. Mm. And I think, like, you know, obviously the vaccine is doing its job. But it was so random because he's not a super social person. Like, I think he may have gotten it from the gym or something. Mm. I'm not sure. But, um, it's yeah. like, so, like the timing of it. I mean, it sucks in any yeah, circumstances, yeah. but the timing of it just makes it so much worse. Exactly. And I know so many people were on that boat yeah. as well, where they either got it or their family or their loved ones got it. And because of that, things, you know, couldn't yeah. go ahead the way they wanted it to. But he's fine. Um, thanks to the vaccine, <laughs> he, he's had normal flus that were worse than that. But yeah, like you said, it just meant yeah. plans went out the window. So I spent a lot of time like cleaning the house like super deep cleaning our garage and like cooking and we had a few people over like here and there um all of that stuff is very very therapeutic for me though so it still felt like somewhat productive yeah. but i also watched like a bunch of rom-coms with my sister so nice. that was what's, what's really your favorite nice. <gasps> we watched devil wears prada i well, love that movie favorite? it's just so good meryl streep and anne hathaway have you seen devil wears prada it's on the long list of oh Sandlin. Oh my god, Sandlin shit with me. Romy being disappointed in Sandlin for not watching this film yet. Yeah. But yeah, I feel much. like like with our group of friends, they're generally on the careful side. Yeah. So I feel like there is a bit of like COVID guilt when I do end up what do you mean going by out and making guilt? plans of like justifying that the plans were COVID safe. Oh, so it's like, like, being like, like oh, I went here, but yeah, yeah. don't worry, I sanitized, I wore a mask. Yeah, so <laughs> if they're like, oh, like, like if someone's like, oh, like, what did you get up to yesterday? Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I went to the beach. But then it's like, oh, like, you know, like I planned it out. I went to a beach where it was big enough where you could sit isolated from everyone else. Yeah. Like we weren't near anyone and just kind of going through that. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's like this weird, yeah. I feel like everyone's just in this weird place of yeah. like, should I go out? Should I not go yeah. out? And if I do go out. Explain to people who don't want to go out yeah. that it's okay. Yeah, 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 it's weird. Anyway. But, um, yeah, I think it was good to just not do anything. Yeah, because I, I guess... that was good in itself. I guess it's... I mean, it obviously sucks that, like, so many people were in a situation where their plans were cancelled mm. or they had to isolate because of the uh, unfortunate circumstances with the yeah. testing here. But in your case, it was kind of good because it forced you to slow down a bit. Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably like I was thinking about what my key takeaways, I suppose, are from 2021. And like, obviously, for everyone, it was like a pretty shitty year. Let's put it that way, because we thought we were out of it all when 2020 ended. Um, but for me, you're right. Like it was a year of kind of firstly being comfortable being indoors, because like I like to go out. I like to see people and do stuff like mm. all the time. Like I get very agitated sitting still. Um, I just can't do it. So I think I really had to be comfortable with staying indoors or staying within like a particular vicinity, um, which like was tough for me, like an, as an extrovert. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing as well that the last few days really summarized was like, I, I'm a pretty type A person and I like to con like keep control of things mm. happening in my life. But I think... Even 2020 and 2021 taught me that the only thing I can control is my reaction to things and mm. the way and my emotions towards things. I can't control certain situations sometimes. So I just need to let go of what's outside of my control and yeah. just take things as they come. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good reflection. Yeah. Mm. Um, but outside of that, it was such a great year because obviously our podcast really went into full swing in 2021. And I'm so grateful 
for having our podcast because mm. I think I would have gone like absolutely insane if we didn't have it. Um, and it was like the creative outlet I think that we both needed and it was that's that's why we started it right yeah. because we weren't getting that yeah yeah i think there's other stuff that you haven't shared on the podcast which i think as a friend i would say has made 2021 a really big year for you mm-hmm. oh yeah i kind of forgot about that yeah my partner and i we kicked some personal goals that yeah, yeah. i'm happy that we were which, able to do yeah you should be pandemic. super proud of yeah. yeah but you've also had a pretty big year yeah, I think the shoulder parts of the COVID lockdown have made 2021 a big year, I'd mm. say. So uh, I think in previous years, if you asked me what my New Year's resolution would be, I'd say to get involved with more creative work. Yeah. Um, but I never really understood how to channel that. Yeah. Um, yeah so think. being able to do that through the podcast has been massive. Mm. And going on this journey, like all the highs and the lows, has really taught me a lot about myself that I didn't expect to yeah. learn about myself. Mm. Um, and just getting to, you know, meet some incredible people, learning from them. Um, and it's, I feel like it's like set me on a path that's going to lead me somewhere really great. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see where all of this goes. Yeah. Um, does that, does me moving out yeah, kind of post-lockdown and all the been talking about that growth for so long. that's starting to come from that. Yeah. Um, and then... Some things happening in my personal life, which kind of forced me to be more considered about my mental health. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think, I think I'm think i the type of person who would look more at the things that didn't go right in the year or mm-hmm. the things that fell short. Mm-hmm. And I think I need to start focusing on, okay, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the things that actually went well. Yeah. Um, those kind of attitudes and things like that is something that you need to take forward into yeah. 2021. But mental health is a, a big one, hey? Like, mm. I feel like a lot of people with the slowing down of 2020 and 2021, I hope, uh, and I, I, from what I hear, a lot of people have really taken their mental health as a priority and really put emphasis on it because you're usually distracting yourself with other things mm. when you are going out and doing things, whereas... When you do stop for a bit, you start to reflect a little bit about yourself and therefore, you know, take the steps to take control of that and do what they need to to kind of look after their mental health as well. So yeah. I'm glad that you're taking steps towards your mental health. Thanks. And I think uh, it's, it's also good to see that it's becoming more and more normalised to have oh, those conversations sure. and yeah. be open about yeah. navigating all of that. So Definitely. it's all uh, moving in the right direction, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that you'd be a New Year's resolution sort of person, mm. but do you have any? Yeah, I'm not much of a New Year's resolution person just because like I think if you want to do something, you can start it on like the 14th of July. Like why wait till the 1st of January, yeah. right? But then I guess people see it as like a symbolic Thing, yeah, right? it is. Like it's it a is. Fresh start. I see that. Yeah, yeah, I see that because it's just like you put an entire year behind you and start one you know, fresh. fresh. Yeah, exactly. So if I was to think of resolutions or just things that I want to do more of in the year, like a couple of, I guess, more practical things, like I want to be more active and get outdoors a lot more. Um, what, what does it look like for you? I love going on wa- like hikes or coastal walks or yeah, I think those are like the main things that I want to do more of. Mm. You did one yesterday, right? I, I did. Story. Yes, I did. It's a good way to start. Um, yeah, I would have lost my mind if I hadn't done something like that. Um, but just, yeah, little things like that, maybe like I need to set 
a number of times a month that I want to do those sorts mm. of things to like get me out of the house and do that sort of stuff. Maybe, maybe we can do some of our weekly catch-ups for sucking between over a, a I know, walk. on a walk, exactly. Mm. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, another thing that I want to do more of is meditate. I think mm. like I may have told myself that I'll do more of this in 2020 and I pretty much didn't at all. Yeah. Um, I think we had this conversation <laughs> sitting in the car um, waiting for our friends to yeah. get to the governor. At the governor, yeah. Yeah, yeah we we're talking about Jay Shetty and meditating yeah. and stuff. I remember that was like two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, last year I pretty much didn't do it at all. But um, this year... I mean, we're only like four days in, but I've actually been doing it for the past couple of nights. My dad linked me to this like guided meditation that he does. Um, he pretty much like sat with me and we first did it together. And then he was like, try do it like every night if you can. Yeah. Um, I haven't done it for long enough to really reap the, the benefits, benefits yeah. of like meditation that everyone talks about. But, you know, it feels good to be starting something yeah. like that. Link, link me. I'll I will. Yeah, sure. I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think another, like, learning, I guess, more so from this past two years that I'll take on to 2022 is not putting things off for later or for next time. Like, things like... You wouldn't... I, I wouldn't... Like, you don't come across as a type that would put things off, though. No, like, I'm good with, like, ticking off my to-do list, but I mean things like travel... Oh, okay, gotcha. ...or, like, going to concerts. Yeah. So, like, you know, just things like that, whereas you're always like, oh, I'll do it, you know, in the next break, or I'll do it, yeah, next time, like I said... Yeah, because nice. like who the fuck knows <laughs> when next time is gonna come and i just don't want to to keep putting it off mm. so i think that's something big for me and i think the other is like there's always so much pressure to always be hustling and always doing like a hundred and one percent like yeah. all the time and like i think a lot of us fall into that trap yeah and it's good to be productive and do things, but at the same time, like, it's okay to take a break. I think, like, that's something that you I need, need to... It. Yeah, you need it, right? Like, all this shit about, like, sleep being for the week and stuff like that. Like, yeah. call me weak, but, like, I need sleep. Yeah. Like, towards the end of last year, I was, like, not getting enough of it because, like, it got so busy with everything. I was walking around like a zombie, like, every day yeah. and, like, not being able to be productive or focus on anything. Yeah. So, I think things like that overall is something that i'll take into this year and hopefully yeah. actually action it um and just in life in general yeah yeah so i think those are probably the big ones for me that's awesome those are things that i can help hold you accountable to as well sure <laughs> oh no <laughs> how about you resolutions no it's interesting because i've trained myself to think that way as well mm. so i sleep late because I want to get more stuff done. Yeah. And then I, in my head, when I go to bed, I'm like, I'm a machine. No one works as hard as me, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But then I'm burnt out the next day. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's that label of like, oh, I'm sleeping late. That means I'm doing good things or I'm working hard. Yeah. Whereas that's not really, it's just more of a facade, yeah. right? Uh, I think with all of the things that I want to, or the, the habits I want to change from 2021 to 2022, it'll all be, all be mostly addressed if I can get my time management right. Um, so I think I just neglected things like personal development, um, self-care, putting more energy into creative outlets mm. because I wasn't prioritizing the right things in the right way. Right. So because I wasn't working efficiently, I didn't have the mental capacity or the energy to, to do, do other, other things that yeah. would have been more helpful. I think that's a big one for me. Um, and then, yeah, going back to what you were saying about, you know, slowing down, I think sometimes when I'm not productive, I just like put a lot of pressure on myself or I feel guilty for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to like slow down this year and just like 
just like sit and listen to an album yeah. end to end without doing anything else, without multitasking. I love that. Uh, just like to really soak it in, doing things yeah. like that, just not feeling guilty with what I do with my time if yeah. I do need to just unwind. Yeah, I think the multitasking is a really good one that you brought up. And I think the other thing as well is like obviously not being able to do much in the past couple of years or see people as much. I think that's something else to focus on this year. I think mm. many people will say this, like a lot of our – guests from our previous mini episode that just went out said the same like they want to spend more time with friends and family this year um which i think is a big one because you realize the value of it when you're not able to do it so much and i think like for me the relationships i've built in my life are like the most important thing so to be able to just develop them further this year would be yeah would be so good yeah for sure so obviously like starting the podcast has been such a big part of 2021 for sure what have been like some of the highlights or 2021 reflections? What do you want more of in 2022? Um, I think the biggest highlights have probably been being able to meet some really cool people as a result of doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like no matter how big or small, we've had some amazing guests on who have like taught us something from each of the episodes that we've done and we've mentioned this before as well but I think that's probably one of the biggest highlights for me and like just researching topics that I previously may not have had a lot of knowledge about or through our guests learning a lot more I think is probably like it's just huge and it's brought me it's made me a lot more appreciative of our culture and like again we've mentioned this before in episodes as well but I think that's probably the biggest highlights for yeah. me. What about you? No, I completely agree. I'd yeah. say the exact same thing. I think for me, it's also interesting to see how people around me have seen a change since I started mm. podcasting. I feel like I'm like fighting myself a little bit more. That's so good. It's been a weird to say, but like it's been a bit of a spiritual journey. Yeah. I think 2021, we proved that this is something that we can do. Mm. In 2022, it's about figuring out how can we do it better and how yeah. can we do it more efficiently yeah, so that we can do sure. more. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe we reach a point where instead of doing fortnightly episodes, we're putting out weekly episodes. Yeah. Or exactly. We're investing that time doing other projects. Yeah. Cool. We found our feet sort of, but now just fine tuning things a little bit will yeah. help us in the long run. Mm. Um, one of the other things, like Sandin and I had a really great workshop session mm. about a week ago, and we floated this idea as well of like how amazing it would be to expand out of just podcasting and yeah. expand to, to different creative outlets and different creative genres would be really interesting at the same time obviously not overworking ourselves but doing little things here and there yeah the whole idea kind of stemmed from you know we can keep podcasting and keep growing our community Mm. but we also feel like there's an opportunity to use this platform to do something more and something bigger than that right exactly it's about how can we become more than just a podcast and what does that look like and mm. how can we take steps towards it in 2022? Yeah. Um, and are there any other cool things that we can do, like uh, merch or like a product line? Yeah. Um, just like, you know, these really uh, big ideas that we've kind of been spitballing and want to take steps into bringing to fruition in the new year without obviously letting the ball drop with the quality and content of our podcast. Exactly, yeah. I think finding the balance again <laughs> between doing what we're doing right now and doing it better, but also expanding out and trying some new things as well is an important one. Yeah. Um, and I think overall 
for this year, because I guess we started at a time where we weren't able to connect face-to-face with a lot of people, it would be amazing to get involved in the South Asian community a little bit more mm. and like see people face-to-face, get involved with events. Um, and Other I think, projects. yeah, exactly, and connect with more South Asian people, especially in Sydney or in Australia. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, collaborating with other groups yeah. and other creators. Mm. Um, even like, I think probably like half of our interviews that we've done have been over Zoom. Yeah, but more than that probably. chemistry that you have with someone in person, uh, the kind of conversations you have are completely different. I feel like there's mm. less formality. Yeah, when it's face-to-face. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I think like given the circumstances, we did well over the Zoom interviews as much as we could, but it's certainly a lot better when you can do things face-to-face from the few that we did do face-to-face. So yeah. hopefully we can do a lot more of them this year. Um, some other things that I think we could work on for 2022 is how we can get our audience involved with oh, our episodes yeah, sure. and our projects as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, giving opportunities to our audience to be involved with mm. the production side maybe or even more opportunities to provide input to shape the kind of content we put out yeah. or, um, you know, long-term with the bigger projects that we have in mind, you know, bringing people on board to support with that. Who yeah. We could then help platform with the stuff that they're putting out or yeah. the content that they're putting out. Yeah, exactly. I think like already the episodes where we've had audience input have been awesome. Like the racism episode where we actually got clips or messages from our audience. And in general, the feedback that you guys provide us along the way has been awesome because some of the ideas that we've gotten for episodes have come from people being like, oh, you know, what about this? I've never heard anyone talk about this before. So keep those suggestions coming, people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, and then just taking some of the feedback we got from 2021 on board, mm. uh, it's interesting to see how different episodes resonate with different people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, trying to find a better balance between our educational and topical episodes and the episodes more personal, mm. um, as well as the balance between uh, interviews and conversations just between the two of us. Yeah. I think um, there's a few different ideas in terms of different topics or things happening in the world that we want to cover Mm. in maybe a slightly different sort of format to what we've done so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the biggest thing that did come in our favour was the variety though. Mm. So although some episodes like a niche population related to them more because we had a bit of variety, there was something in there for everyone, I suppose. So I guess hopefully this year we'll continue to try bring as much variety for you guys as possible and like let us know if you have any ideas as well of topics that you'd like us to address for sure so i guess if you were to give our audience like a like a trailer or a preview of mm. what's to come in season two of stuck in between mm. uh what's your elevator pitch yeah i think like overall obviously the whole point of our podcast is to share stories about people who are sort of stuck in between those two cultures and their experiences or certain topics that even you and i talk to send then um so we want to obviously continue doing that but I think we more so want to platform stories or share voices of those whose stories may not have other platforms for their story to be told within Um, and then we do want to tackle certain heavier topics like casteism but then also other ones that are super relatable to everyone like weddings or South Asian festivals throughout the year um, and just share more insight behind certain cultural things that we do yeah i think the whole like um the purpose that we served last year for us individually of 
understanding things about our culture mm. in uh, better depth is something that we want to continue doing and kind of exploring what each of our worlds, being Australian and South Asian, can learn from one another, mm. um, I think is really important. And yeah, to your point, just giving voice to stories that aren't heard as much. Yeah. And obviously we can't just do this alone. We're going to yeah. have some really awesome guests on yes. um, to get all the different perspectives that we can and then give voice to different perspectives yeah. um, as much as we can as well. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk yeah. to all those it's gonna people. It's going to be we're coming back <laughs> bigger, better, stronger. Yes. Hopefully. Can't wait. It sounds like you just read out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, guys, for the kickoff of season two of our podcast. If you're new to us, we have 26 episodes from 2021 for you to catch up on. So make sure you give us a listen. Um, we are also on Instagram at stuckinbetween underscore podcast. We'll catch you for our first official episode of season two where we interview South Asian Australian dancers Shashi Sandhan and Anjana Chandran on how they're impacting the dance community here in Australia. We'll see you then. Bye.